afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, welcome to the internet's most sophisticated wrestling podcast, discussing the weekly aspects of it all, right here on The Bald Monkeys Wrestling Welcome back to the Bald Bucky's <laughs> podcast. Christopher here with you. I got the captain, Captain Chuckles. How are we doing today? Doing good. Doing good. Happy to be here. We're, uh, we're following up on our series with action wrestling. And who better to have than the action champion? <laughs> I mean, AC Mack. The, the champ champ's here. <laughs> champ champ's here. Yeah, ready to go, loud and in charge. What's up, man? We're doing great. We're excited to have you on. We're excited to find out more about you. We'll get to all the things going on coming up in your schedule, but we want to start off by saying thank you and start off by finding out a little bit more about you and how you started as young AC Mac. So what was young AC Mac like? <laughs> um, young AC Mac was a lot quieter. A uh, little skinny beanpole kid who uh, loved um, all types of combat in, in any kind of movie. So like Dragon Ball Z, Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, uh, Mortal Kombat, anything where people were fighting. That's, that's what little AC Mac was doing. Uh, was a theater kid, played a few instruments. Uh, he was one of those in-between kind of kids. Wasn't like the big man on campus, but... Wasn't like the super nerd. He just kind of got along with everybody and had a lot of open seats uh, during lunchtime. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> so you're growing up and, and, and you're getting into combat, but when does wrestling really turn up? When do you first notice wrestling is something you're interested in? Food era. Um, I would kind of jump in and out of wrestling just because at the time it was just a cool thing to do. Like, you just knew what wrestling was during the Attitude Era. Uh, it wasn't until about 2003, the summer of 2003, to where I got, like, hooked, and I would watch every week. Um, so that was about the time that I started watching. So they were gearing up for the Elimination Chamber uh, at SummerSlam in 03, the one that Goldberg was in, uh, Kevin Nash, and young, young Orton. So that was around the time that I started coming in. Yeah. So you mentioned some big names. Did anybody stand out as like your favorites as you really <laughs> were getting into wrestling? Um, I remember Jericho being one of the very first people that kind of caught my eye uh, during that time. I had already knew about The Rock and Austin and people like that. In fact, it was probably The Rock that brought me in. I never knew she ate Triple H more. Uh, to the point where he's like top three favorite of all time. Um, but yeah, those were a lot of the people that that kind of caught my eye during that time. The Rock, Triple H, and Jericho. I mean, that's that's basically the champions table, right? Yeah. I mean, that's it's a good trifecta. <laughs> yeah. 
beat all of them in one panel, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> did, did anybody stand out as somebody that you started to notice and go, maybe this is something I might want to do? Maybe I can be like him? Um, so, yes, but not during that time period, Okay, if that makes sense. So The Rock stood out to me the most, but that was around 2001. And it's a few years later uh, where I decided to make the decision, okay, this is what I want to do in life. And that was around middle school for me. So WrestleMania 22 actually was the night that I made that decision. But uh, earlier on, it was The Rock that kind of showed me that there was more to wrestling than just what was in the ring. Uh, there was more to it. There's more to uh, gaining people's attention and, and being cake and was. Uh, I think that kind of helped me gravitate more towards wrestling. Yeah. So you mentioned a lot of big names. Now you started, yeah. uh, you started to train with uh, WWA4 and uh, one of your trainers was AR Fox, who, mm -hmm. if you don't know who he is, people listening, has trained a ton of people <laughs> that you see on TV and That's a lot true. of people that you see in the indies. So that, what was your experience you know, with, true. with AR and uh, with uh, A4? Um, it was a lot of fun. And I, I always tell people uh, that when you get in there, you kind you of know who Fox is ahead of time. Expect him to want to teach you that way. And I knew beforehand I didn't want to be a high flyer. I didn't want to, you know, go that route. But um, and this is where I think he's uh, he's underrated so much. I think he's one of the greatest wrestlers in the world today because he's able to teach so many different styles. He's able to give advice on so many different uh, segments and, and character and gimmicks. And um, I always say anytime you bring an idea to him and you think it's the best idea ever, he has a way of taking it and then making it better or one up and, and kind of pushing you to be even better, you know, than you than you thought you could be. So. I really appreciate him for it. Uh, training was always fun. It was always challenging, um, especially the first three months because you're, you're just so brand new to it. So everything you, you learn every day will be new. Um, <laughs> and he's one of those, uh, you know, trial by fire. Certain time, he's going to put you out there early purpose to see you swim. Um, and then we kind of go from there because that's one of the best teachers as well. Uh, just being in the ring, being in the ring with somebody better than you and just and getting that repetition going. So it, it was a lot of fun and I would definitely recommend it uh, to anybody that's aspiring to be a professional wrestler or wants to come in craft. Also, especially to people who have absolutely no experience, it's probably the best for you because it's, I think it's the best transition, I would say, from that life into a life of pain. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think <laughs> it's probably the best place to do it. <laughs> now you mentioned a, a, a life of pain. Uh, what was yes. there? What what was the pain like when when you actually took your first bump in the ring? I I'm so glad you asked that because I ripped, so we had three rings in the old building, and there was like a lucha ring that was softer and gave you like an extra bounce, you know, to practice your flips and things like that. So. Normally, people's first week, you, you start training in the lucha ring because the bumps are softer. They're supposed to be softer. Um, and I just remember taking my first bump and just it just, the soul just like escaped me. And I was like, 
I don't know if this is for me because I, I, I just <laughs> I just wasn't a tough guy uh, at the radio, things like that. I wasn't used to contact sports. So it, w- it was very jarring for me. It was very like, mm. all right, we're here. And it, it took me a while to, to get used to that, to get used to being slammed, to get used to being hit in the face and everywhere else. And it was... It was different, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet, especially, you know, how you said you were in a contact sports, you know, right. kind of guy. So you're totally new to all of that kind of stuff. Um, now, <laughs> we've progressed a little bit. You, you mm-hmm. were with WWA4 for a while. You held mm-hmm. some, some belts with them. Uh, and mm-hmm. then... In, I believe it was uh, 2018, mm-hmm. WWE comes calling and you get a shot on NXT right. against, against my favorite guy to say his name, Dominic Dajakovic. <laughs> You're better than me. I just say Dijak. I just say Dijak. <laughs> I can't do it. So I, what... Man. We always ask everybody that has had, you know, any type of experience with the, uh, and I'll put it in quotes, the larger promotions, you know, what, what was the, the uh, attitude like backstage, you know, what was your thoughts on, on how they handled things maybe compared to some of the indies that you had done at the time? And what was, what was the match like? So the whole experience, um, I was, probably the most scared I had ever been uh, because a few of my friends had did it beforehand and they were just, they were just kind of extras backstage. You know, you dress up and they kind of, you know, you're a runner, you know, you're helping out. You might not get a match, but you're there and you get to network. So that's what I thought I was going to do. And I was okay with that because I was going to get to network at least and rub elbows with the right people. I show up and introduce myself. And the very first thing they say is, Oh, oh, okay, cool. Well, we need you to sign this. Uh, we're filming four episodes tonight. You're on episode three. You have Dijak. And then he like starts to walk away. And I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I've never done this before. I have so many more questions. Now I'm like nervous. I'm shaking. I'm like, all right, now I'm getting hot. And we don't start filming for like another seven hours. So I just have to sit and waddle in this, in this nervousness. Um, but it was cool. I met him. Um, he was really, really nice. He kind of gave me a tour of the place. Uh, he, you know, he told me some things to do, some things not to do. Norma Smiley was our agent. Um, and he was really cool. Very laid back. A lot more laid back than I thought he would be. Um, but uh, I just, I love the environment. I got to meet Triple H. Uh, he was still injured from um, whatever that tag match was, him and DX against the Brothers of Destruction over in Saudi Arabia, whatever match that was, they had yeah. just had that. So he was, he was still hurt from that. Um, Matt Bloom was there. I got to talk to him for a little bit and pick his brain. I was just in a one side of the, of the arena was the crowd and the other side was just all lights. <laughs> so it was, it was different seeing that. Um, I, I just loved how everything was, how everything was ran. Uh, it was very professional. Um, a lot more lighthearted than I thought it would be. I, I was really nervous about how super, super professional it would be backstage and don't talk to this guy and blah, blah, blah. But no, it wasn't, it wasn't like that at all. Uh, we shared the same locker room with them. Um, 
uh, Rhea Ripley showed me where the taco truck was. So, like, I appreciate her for that. Uh, we got to get dressed with them. And all the referees were very helpful. Um, the the doctors that, that we had to take a physical with their doctors, too. And they were all very nice and cracking jokes. I was really just how easy to tell we were nervous, um, especially me. Um, they had this huge, huge room, this classroom, like this lecture hall, where the rest of the roster watches as the, the show is happening. Um, and they have people giving like live critiques uh, right then and there. So people are taking notes. So I just thought the whole process was really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of more. Uh, that's a ton of stuff. <laughs> you got, it's all locked up in there. It sounds like you remembered a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it was just a day. It was just, it was a great day. And it, it, it really motivated me because I thought, you know, I was nervous, of course, but like once you go out there and you make that entrance and you see the crowd and you're and you're just standing there and you're owning that space, it's really hard to explain. But you know, oh, it it just felt right and it and it felt like you know I'm I'm moving in the right direction. So yeah. I needed it for sure. Yeah, it was great. All thi- all things are pointing in the right the right way. It feels good. I know that this is what right. I do. Yeah. Now, after that, right. actually in between that too, now you, you hook up with action and mm-hmm. currently you are their champion. Uh, if anybody doesn't mm-hmm. know, uh, I don't have the, the specific single digit, but it is over 650 days. Yeah. You have been the, the champion. It is. Yeah. So congrats on that. <laughs> Thank now, you. 651 days ago, you actually won that title in uh, a four-way match. What, what, was, mm-hmm. what was being in that match like, knowing that you could start your reign as champion? Mm-hmm. Um, being in that match was – it was a lot of fun. It was probably – uh, one of my most favorite matches, uh, not because I won, but just because of the type of match that it is. I'm a sucker for like elimination style matches, Royal Rumbles, Elimination Chambers, Survivor Series matches. Anytime where there's an elimination factor there, I just love it. So to be able to be in that match type, uh, be in that match type with two of some of my best friends, uh, Ike Cross and Alan Angels, and to be in there with such a Georgia legend and Slim J, who's done almost everything and still as smooth as he was 15, 20 years ago. Um, and we, we had an ample amount of time to kind of slow down and to tell a story and, and to play with the crowd's emotions and play off of everybody's gimmick and everybody got to shine good. So uh, just love to watch it for fun. Live drunk commentary. And it's just, <laughs> it's just really fun to go back to. We, we, that was it's up there. It's up there for sure for me. Nice. Now, having had the championship for over 650 days, what in the world mm-hmm. keeps you motivated? Is it just to hold <laughs> on to it for as long as possible? Or like, is there, is there anything else that's motivating you? Um, that's one of the things, yes, to hold on to it as long as I can. Um, I was able to take that title to North Carolina to Tennessee, uh, to Boston at Beyond. Uh, in, a, in a minute, I'm going to take it up to Indiana for the collective. Um, so I, I just, I, I really like 
representing action outside of the stage. Uh, because uh, I guess the, the notion is like indie wrestling is only good up north. So to be able to take this Southern title up there and, and just shove it in people's face, like, I'm, this is me, this is me. I, I get a kick out of that. Yeah. I get a kick out of that. It's a beautiful title. I'm not you know, embarrassed to bring it out or anything. Um, taking it on many flights. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the motivation, obviously representing the brand, uh, but definitely being able to take it so many other places. Uh, just kind of like the old school territory days, kind of like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely raising the prestige of the title, too, and being able to have that flexibility to take it and show it off at different places and say that, hey, look, I represent this right. area, this region, and we're no joke. Mm -hmm. we're, we're coming for you. <laughs> mm -hmm. So <laughs> let's talk about the region, though. Let's talk about Friday night fights mm -hmm. coming up on October 2nd because that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. We're here to promote that show. Mm -hmm. We will be there. We are one of the main sponsors of Action Wrestling Friday night uh, Friday night fights. Thank and, you. And Action Shop. Thank you. We're very excited. It's a, it's a quadruple header for the weekend. The crazy weekend of wrestling. Crazy weekend of wrestling, but we have to start the craziness with a rematch from the last episode of Action. You and Brett Eisen Explain to me this mm -hmm. match that we're going to see because we're, we're, we're debating about it. We're talking about it. We need to understand how did we get here and why are you in this match? Um, well, we have to go even further back than the last show. Uh, we have to go back almost a full year ago at Southern Underground Pro uh, up in Nashville. So, you know, it's again, that's me taking that action title to other places. I went to SUP and I saw another championship that I wanted, uh, got my way into the match. And however people want to say, stole it, snatched it, whatever the case, I'm the champion now. I took that from Brett. He didn't take that too kindly. So he came down to action and he tried unsuccessfully to take my championship away from me. And he was crying. He used the ropes and rope break and, you guys are making exceptions for your champions and blah, blah, blah. So he cried enough. And now, so now we're at this point now where we have this match, uh, no ropes, no, so no rope breaks that, that won't happen. Uh, no disqualifications. So, you know, no low blows. Well, you know, you can't lose a match with the low blow or anything like, like that. So um, all is out on the table, you know, and he thinks that he has the advantage, which is so interesting interesting to me because he's the bigger guy he's scarier and i don't have i can't use the road you know there are no disqualified things it all is in his favor but what he doesn't understand is that i have had that championship for over 650 days i would do everything in my power to keep that championship i don't care who gets hurt it's down i don't care if the power goes out right right now all of that's off the table so it, it's just, I just, I just laugh because he, he sits there and he's just so excited. He's just salivating at the fact that he's finally about to get me. No, 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 no. That's just not how it's going to go down. It's just not. It's not. I'm keeping my baby. I'm taking her up there to the collective. We're going to finish out the year strong. And it's going to, you know, cheers to another 600 days because she's not going anywhere. I think we're, I, think, <laughs> I mean, there's a record coming somewhere, right? This is going to be an untouchable record by the time he's done with. So yeah. You, t you, you, talked about, you talked about traveling. You talked about 
taking the belt on the road, mm-hmm. which is, it, it, again, an amazing thing to mm-hmm. do is, is to go and stretch yourself and go prove yourself everywhere. Mm-hmm. Being on the road could be fun. And we like to hear what kind of fun you're having on the road. So let's start it off with maybe what kind of fun you have on the road. Is there any road stories you can share with us? Um, so I'm a, I'm a pretty regular guy. I don't have anything too, too extreme, but I, I do have – we were, I was going up to uh, GCW uh, recently, actually. I was riding with Effie because he just moved to Atlanta. So I was riding up there with him. Uh, it was just us in the car, and he had to do podcast doing the podcast as he was driving up. And uh, just hearing him go off because this was during the speaking out movement for the wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people were getting out in and a lot of people were getting canceled. And he, <laughs> I won't mention any specifics, but he was just so excited that all of these guys, oh yeah, get his ass out of here. Yes, get his ass out of here. Let's free up some space for people, for actually good people, you know, who want to do well and want to see this, this industry move forward. And he was like, yes, get rid of all the people who were, bringing wrestling down, keeping the girls down and assaulting them. So he was, he's just all for getting them out. And I don't, if, if you guys don't know Effie, please, please look him up because he, he is a character. Oh, we love um, Effie. And we a lot of people Effie. think that's like, yeah. <laughs> but even when the red light goes off, there's still a lot of Effie there. So it's just, it's so funny. Um, I wish I could go into specifics, but man. <laughs> off air. He was off excited. Air. <laughs> he was excited. Yes, off air for sure. Make yeah, sure I can. Uh, button goes off right Yeah, here. yeah. Hit that oh, yeah. button right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can definitely imagine Effie is Effie all the time. That, I don't see that as a character. I see that as just who he is. And I, I mean, he just looks like a fun time and always likes to hang out. <laughs> So we can't tell that story, but you got any secret spots you like to, to maybe stop at when you're on the road? Any kind of, uh, of food places or, or fun touristy traps that you think you're always kind of cool to stop at? Um, I guess like different landmarks. I, don't, I guess I don't know if this counts as like touristy, but like we're, we're really big on me and my group of friends. We're, we're big on uh, just we bridges and we love or at least I, I'll speak for myself. I love the trains that go through the mountains. Um, so I love those. And then there's a there's a barbecue joint behind the original sub building. I don't even know the name. L, LDs or something like that. It's a barbecue joint. And it's it's great. We get uh, these, these barbecue shrimp tacos. Um, but it's hidden. You, we love it. And I, I always go. So a uh, little fun fact. I, I get like super super nervous before any any match and i hate eating before my match so i'll go and i order just shit to just keep it by my suitcase so as soon as i finish my match i like run to the back and i'm just like scarfing down because i'm so hungry <laughs> but yeah so i think L- how do you define the name of that place i think it's called lds i don't know but it's a barbecue joint behind the the basement east <laughs> okay We'll look it up. We'll find it. I got my top research guy on it, so we'll figure yeah. it out. I <laughs> mean. <laughs> so let, let's talk about, you mentioned that you were into different things. You're into, you know, the, the, I, the trains going through the mountains. What other kind of, like, interests do you have and hobbies outside of wrestling? Because I know it's tough to have interests outside of the ring other mm-hmm. than working out and keeping in shape or just 
constantly keeping yourself ready for that next step. But everyone's got something they're interested in. They use mm-hmm. in their free time, the little free time you might have. What what kind of hobbies do you? Have? Um, so I am really big into movies. I love going to the movie theaters. Um, so <laughs> my perfect day would be going to the movies like early in the morning and seeing maybe like three or four in a row, which used to be illegal, but now they have like this unlimited pass where you pay 20 a month and you could just go as many times as you want. So now I can like comfortably and publicly say that I'm going to see (laughs) multiple movies. Um, I don't know. I just, I love, that's like the only place in the world where everything else is shut off. That's the only place where I'm not using my phone. Nothing else matters. I'm just in this, this huge dark room, this huge screen, this great long two hour movie. Um, I don't know. I'm just at home. I'm just, I'm just in my space there. I love doing that. Um, I'm not really big into video games, but recently with due to COVID, of course, I've been kind of picking up on a lot of things. So um, finished the whole Uncharted series. Uh, I'm on the second Last of Us now, and that's great. So I'm doing that. Uh, I love uh, hip hop music. And I love specifically learning about how it moves backstage. Uh, what are they doing to set up for an album release? Uh, how do they target getting certain numbers during for the for the first week units or like the Billboard Hot 100? I like studying that. I don't know why, but I just do. Uh, I like studying all their plans. You mentioned the movies. Yeah, those are some of my hobbies. You said you mentioned going to the gym. I hate going to the gym. I know I'm <laughs> supposed too. to, so I do it. But like, it sucks. <laughs> and I, I'm around so many people that are just like, yeah, yeah, I want to go to the gym today and blah, blah, blah. And I, I just, I don't know. I'm just not that guy. Like, I'll go, but I'm not taking gym selfies. Uh, I'm If I'm going to go, I'd rather go as early as possible. So as soon as I wake up. Um, but yeah, it's just, that's not a hobby. That's for sure. <laughs> that's work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's work. <laughs> Well, you mentioned a couple of things fun. that we, we, we can ask some favorites about. So you mentioned mm-hmm. movies. What's your favorite movie mm-hmm. that you could watch over and over and over again and never get tired of? The Matrix. That is my all-time. And if I can cheat, I would just say the trilogy. But yeah, that's my, that's my all-time favorite. Because again, uh, I'm, I'm very, like I said, I've always been into like combat. I've always loved that. Uh, so you add that in with uh, the dope fashion they have, with the dope storyline, uh, the conspiracy theory kind of sci-fi deal. Like, that's one of my favorite genres. So it was just a combination of so many things that I like done really, really well. So, yeah, yeah that's that's probably my all-time favorite. And they're remaking it, and I'm really nervous about that. They got a lot of people from the original coming back. So that's okay, but they are remaking it. And it, it I'm a little nervous about it. That scares me. That scares me. <laughs> yeah, same, same. This one has it. my heart. So yeah. We'll, we'll see and, yeah, especially when it's like one It'll of your favorite critical. ones. It, oh, that's terrible. Okay. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go down that path. We won't go down that path. Trust me. <laughs> so hip hop music. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite artist to listen to? My favorite artist of all time is Kanye West. Now I know, hear me out. 
<laughs> I know he is a very, very wild man. Um, but uh, I love the music. It's gotten me out of a lot of dark places uh, in my past. Um, it, it gives me the confidence uh, to be myself. It gave me the confidence to come out. And honestly, it inspired the AC Matt character a lot more than people think. Hmm. Um, and I respect uh, the fact that even, even if it is insane, it's always what he, he's speaking from the heart. You know, I, I believe everything he's saying, even if it's wild. I believe that he believes that. And I respect uh, a celebrity uh, in today's world speaking his mind and not being afraid to be canceled, not being afraid of what other people think. Uh, even if he's the only person in the world that thinks that, <laughs> he's going to go headstrong for it. So I, I love that. And I, I try to bring some of that bravado uh, in the AC Mac character. So nice. he would be definitely that artist. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Okay, you mentioned the barbecue joint behind the old sup building. Yes. We'll get the name later. Yes. But what's your favorite kind of food? Oh, lately it's been seafood. So I, and I used to not be a seafood guy at all. At all. Like crabs, lobster, none of that. I, I would hate it. The smell of it, all of it. But I just, I went to a... Seafood boil last uh, year with one of my coworkers, and I was like, I'll just get some fish, whatever. I, you know, I don't really care about all this. And they like forced me to eat crawfish, and that was just kind of the 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 ball that got going. Because now I'm like obsessed with crawfish. Like that's, I'll go to the juicy crab and just get a pound of crawfish and just eat that. <laughs> and now I love lobster. I love crab. I love crab legs. I love oysters i love it all like, i got just yeah i'm just a big seafood guy now and it's expensive so that sucks but <laughs> that's like my favorite food now yes uh, growing up on the water or, or close to the water <laughs> seafood was always my favorite yeah. like if it was my birthday we were going oh, out so for you seafood. get it yeah we were going out for sea now are that you that was me last year <laughs> now are you more a crab <laughs> guy or a lobster guy uh crab only because I, I just i mean lobster is expensive i'm just i'm not eating that often uh but so far yeah crab i would say yeah and my birthday's coming up this week so I actually go somewhere nice uh fancy seat so <laughs> we'll <Yo>. see <laughs> birthday dinner there you go seafood see birthday seafood dinners yeah right <laughs> Christopher can't do any of that stuff because he's allergic to shellfish. Oh. Exactly. I'm sorry. Well, I'm allergic to peanuts. So people make, they always make me feel bad about the, the peanut butter. So I get it. I understand. That does suck though. <laughs> okay. Favorite city to wrestle in? Who's got the best crowd? Who, 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 where do you love to, to go to wrestle? I, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to cheat. Um, my favorite cities, obviously, outside of Atlanta um, are Nashville, Boston, and this little small town outside of Tampa called Ybor City. Um, yep. So either of those three are like my favorite. Uh, Nashville is just rowdy. Uh, it's got a rich wrestling history there. Um, and all the shows I've done there, they're just, they're just so loud and they're just so like ready 
with some wrestling. Uh, Ebor City is a little bit more alternative. It's probably the the furthest from the you know how I grew up and the lifestyle I grew up in. But it's just so interesting and they're so respectful and they're so uh, passionate, just like Nashville. They're just passionate. Um, and honestly, Boston's like that as well. So I think that would probably be like the common denominator for all of them. They're just passionate. Um, and I, I went up to Beyond for the first time and I was expecting them not to know who I was. But that reaction that I got from them, uh, I'm just going to remember that forever because Beyond is such a huge deal. And I was expecting to have to work really hard for that reaction and it was there as soon as I came out so that was that felt really good so because of that they get added to the list yeah <laughs> good good feeling inside that's awesome now where's a place yeah yeah it's, it's not really a favorite but where's a place that you haven't mm-hmm. wrestled yet city-wise that you want to wrestle in Chicago Chicago. Every time I see a Chicago crowd, I don't care if it's WWE, the Indies, where I'm trying to wrestle. I'm trying to go up there and ruffle some feathers. I'm trying to get some people upset at me up there. That That is the city I want to wrestle in. <laughs> nice. Okay, now we're going to get a little bit specific. Mm-hmm. Who has been your favorite opponent in the ring? Austin Theory. Um, Austin Theory, I, I know people see him on TV and they're like, oh, okay, he's good. But no, I don't, I, I don't think people realize how good he is. Uh, he started training three weeks before I did. So we were all kind of in the same class. Um, I did all my training drills with him. Uh, I had so many matches with him and, and we just know each other front and back. Um, he was able to bring, um, I don't know, just the best out of me. I don't know what it was, but we didn't hit anybody else harder than we hit each other. Uh, we, I, you know, he brought out the best in me. I brought out the best in him. He was a, uh, he was really smooth and really good in the ring. And I was, a, you know, I'm very character based and, and we were able to bring that out of each other. Uh, so it was just great. We, we had a lot of good matches, um, great matches, the very first time I ever main invented a show on the Indies with, was with Theory. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely don't think you get an AC Mac without, without Theory. Yeah. Nice. Now, we've got the favorite opponent. Now, mm-hmm. who is the dream match against? <laughs> and I know you probably get asked this a number of times, but who's the dream match against? And it could be... <laughs> It could be anybody in the the history of wrestling. We're gonna we're gonna throw out uh-huh. all the realms of, of possibility. And who's the dream match against? And where is that dream match? Uh, well, it's gonna be at Mania, of course. That's the <laughs> that's the dream scenario. Um, I feel like you're gonna be shocked by this. My dream opponent would be Brock Lesnar. Because <laughs> wow, I know, I know, but I, I think uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, obviously with Paul as his manager, um, I think the dynamic there, that character, my character, 
plus Paul Heyman. Um, I think the promos would be a lot of fun. I think the buildup and the story uh, would be a lot of fun. And I think getting the match would be the most fun because at that point, I'm not trying to have a wrestling match with you. I'm trying to survive. And I think it'd be really cool to see like this kind of a heel, but he's playing the role of a baby face now because he's going against Lesnar, but he's definitely going to cheat because he has to survive because of the size difference. And you have this real legitimate fighter. And then you have this guy who comes from a not so great neighborhood who might have seen some things and has learned some not so American cookie cutter ways to kind of survive. So I, I really think we would have a lot of fun. I would want at least 20, 20 minutes to be able to, to tell that story in a really good way. And I know Brock don't go 20 a whole lot. I get it. I know that, but I really think we could get a lot of mileage out of that. And just, I think we could steal the show. I, I think me running from him <laughs> and selling those damn Germans. <laughs> I think, I think we would be able to have some fun. So that I, surprisingly enough, that that's my dream match. <laughs> How many Germans are you willing to take? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, no more than 10. Jeez. All right. All right. I, I'll, I'll give a strong, you know, seven or eight, but you, <laughs> you don't kill me. <laughs> and that's another thing I want to, I want to, and I don't, okay, this is going to come out wrong. I'm not saying that his moveset is limited because we've all seen the first run. We all, we've all seen what he can do, but I think because he doesn't do a whole lot now, I think my character in the match forcing him to get desperate enough to do more, I think that'll be interesting. I think that'll cause the fans to get into it even more uh, because they're just not used to seeing it. They haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. So just like little trinkets like that, little that dynamic, I think that'd be cool. And I could, I could see, yeah. having watched some of your promos and seen though. some of that <laughs> stuff in the ring, I, I can just picture how awesome – the promos would be between you and Heyman and like Lesnar, oh my gosh. Lesnar chiming in every once in a while. It would be <laughs> it would be gold. It would be absolute gold. Yes. I and and Heyman is up there probably, you know, at the top of the list as far as like managers for me goes, promos goes. So on top of all that and having fun and that being a dream opponent, I would still be able to learn so much without it being like a class lesson just being just like Fox, like I was saying with Fox, just being in the fire and just having everything play out. You just learn from that. So, man, now I'm excited. Now I want to have it for real. Gosh. <laughs> well, Brock, we know Brock, we know you're watching, you know, let's figure out Brock. a way that we can get this done. You know, I, who knows what you're, what you're, uh, what's going on with WWE right now. I don't know. I don't pay attention to that stuff, but come on, Brock, let's, let, let's work something out for AC. <laughs> figure it out gonna figure out come on Brock. <laughs> come on okay we are at the final question and it's uh -oh. it's it's an important question uh we talked to someone else uh from action not too long ago mm -hmm. and uh as 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 uh best friends as we became through the through the interview he did not have the correct answer to the last question, but it the it, right it, it didn't it didn't diminish really the friendship level. It's an important question. It is. It's important. This and is that, everything. Everything else oh. is useless. The, yes. the, the whole interview can be scrapped after this question. 
<laughs> We're ready to hit the lead. This is why it's no, last. Right. It makes sense. No pressure. No pressure. But, but here it comes. Oreo cookies. Is this poli- is this political? No, no. No. Oreo We're talking, cookies. We're talking cookies. <laughs> cookies. We're talking cookies. Are okay, you? Okay. Oof, okay. Okay. On team single stuff, the classic Oreo or team double mm-hmm. stuff? I'm team double stuff. I you, I mean you, it's bigger. Like how like <laughs> now the only issue that I have is that double stuff they give you less cookies in the package. Yes. I want the same amount as the single stuff, but with the size of the double stuff. I don't care if it has to be a double decker kind of package or whatever the case may be, but yeah. <laughs> double stuff for sure. Nice. That, my friends watching the episode and ac that is the correct answer double stuff that's the correct answer gotcha (laughs) i made it i passed we don't have to hit the delete button yes well i guess i guess we're keeping this interview ac thank you for your time we've we've had a lot of fun talking about you learning more about you how can anyone go and find you out there in the social media world so everything on social media, I am AC Mac. Um, it's either AC dash Mac or AC underscore Mac. And I am on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, you can buy my shirts at either prowrestlingtees.com or whatamaneuver.net. So, uh, oh, AC Mac on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I'm just everywhere that there's a social media, that's where I'm at. And you can just look that name up. Um, and I'll be there, uh, mouth wide open, yelling at you. So hit the add button <laughs> or follow button. And uh, that's where I'll be. Nice. And you can catch AC coming up with Action Wrestling coming up October 2nd as we do that's right. Friday Night Fights and the big match we're waiting for. We're all excited for it. I believe it is sold out. You cannot get into the building, but it'll yeah. be on IWTV. So for both shows. Out. Yep. Both shows sold out. But uh, somebody got a ticket, and somebody will be there. So I will see you there, AC Mack. And I'm looking (laughs) forward to this main event match. It's going to be a bad match. And somebody, somebody will see me defend my title. That's right. That's right. It's going to be a banger, all right. You're not – this won't be a – Oh, go ahead, AC. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> I was I just was... saying this won't be a regular match. Um, this you won't. <laughs> you definitely won't get you you your whole chain and stuff in this one. It's a no ropes. It's a no DQ match. So it's it's basically a fight. Um, and I'm not scared. I understand he's big. I get that, but I don't think he understands that I'm desperate and opportunistic. So there you go. That's true. And. AC has a match the next day also uh, at the Futures Showcase mm-hmm. against uh, Bailey Blake. Yeah, me and Bailey Blake. Mm-hmm. So, and this will be our first time uh, working together, so I'm excited for that. Definitely come out and see. We got something special for you, so yeah. Chris Winning that one, too. too. I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm definitely looking forward to it, AC. We, we, again, appreciate your time. We love learning more about the talent. We love learning more about indie wrestling, and we appreciate the hustle you've put Thank into you. build up action wrestling and the action wrestling championship. You've obviously presented yourself and the brand really well. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you for watching. Go ahead, hit that like button. Go hit, hit that subscribe button. You know what? Make a comment, go follow AC Mac. He just gave you like 64 places to go follow him. If you don't at least <laughs> follow him on like three, <laughs> I mean, come on. He's got all the things you need to see on social media. He's got, got t-shirts. I got a lot of icons to put in the credits now. The, icon, the, the screen after this moment <laughs> is going to be full of icons. <laughs> I might have to get some more. Every, every time we do one of Yeah, these, just like a rolling credit screen. <laughs> oh, rolling credits. I like it. That's what we're doing this time. That's awesome. I got double-decker mm -hmm. Oreo packages mm -hmm. and rolling credits. We're getting yeah. a lot from this interview. <laughs> this is good stuff. <laughs> So, AC, thank hey. you again. And the patent on this. Yeah, you might want to. You might want to get the patent. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate everybody. Join us again next time when we talk to somebody on the Ball Monkeys podcast. You can find AC Mac on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at AC underscore Mac. He's on Facebook. Just search for AC Mac Indie Wrestler. And also, check out his merchandise at whatamaneuver.net and prowrestlingtees.com. Search for AC Mac. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Bald Monkeys. You can also check out our interviews on wrestlejoy.com. Make sure to subscribe on our YouTube page to watch our previous interviews or our roundtable discussions. Just search for The Bald Monkeys. Watch us live on our new Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash thebaldmonkeys. And finally, listen to The Bald Monkeys podcast on Apple iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.